Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Zoe Church Podcast, and Happy Easter to everyone that's listening to this week's message. You have joined us for Easter Sunday here in Los Angeles. If you're new to Zoe Church, we're a community that is all centered around the person of Jesus, and today we are celebrating the reality that our God is not dead. Jesus rose from the grave. We're going to go to Mark chapter 16. The angel announces he is not here. He has risen just like he said he would. Again, I want to thank everyone that likes, subscribes, comments, and shares our podcast. And thank you to everyone that partners with us to get the message of Jesus out around the world. Without any further ado, let's jump into this week's message, Come and See. Mark chapter 16, I'm going to jump in. Watch what it says here. This is the announcement of Easter, the announcement that our God is not dead. We're not here paying tribute to a dead God. We actually believe that Jesus is alive. It says in Mark 16, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance to the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in white robe, kind of like our choir today, I thought it was funnier than the reaction. I got to be honest. I thought it was kind of like, it was like, it's kind of like cute, you know, like a cute joke. <laughs> Sitting on the right side and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and especially Peter. He is going ahead of you into Galilee, and there you will see him just as he told you. I want to preach a message this Easter. Write down the title. It's called Come and See. Come and See. See, I really love this story because the stone was rolled away, not so that Jesus could come out. The stone was rolled away so that you and I could come in, so we could come in and see what God had done. So we can see the God power. You know, I just, I love this because, you know, sometimes Jesus would tell people to go and tell. He would say, go, you know, like there was 10 lepers once in the Bible that wanted to be healed. Jesus said, go and show yourself to a priest. Or the Great Commission, his last words were go and tell the world. So sometimes God, Jesus, told people to go. Other times Jesus would call people to come. In fact, he, this is how he got the tax collectors or the fishermen to start a revolution. He said, come. I just appreciate this because right now, you and I, he's not calling us today to go. He's first calling us to come and see. Come and see what the Lord has done. See, you can't go and show until you first show up and come. Come and see. I love that my boys are in the, uh, they're in the ages of show and tell. This is, this is kind of like our, our love language right now. We are show and tell parents. My eight-year-old, his show and tell item, his first choice, he loves to bring his Nintendo Switch. 
This is his prized possession. He wants to let his whole classmates know that he is good at Mario Kart. I'm like, son, I've been good at Mario Kart. I know how to play with Kirby, okay? Like, that's my guy. You're new to these streets. But my eight-year-old is all about his Nintendo Switch. My six-year-old, what he loves to show and tell is he has a pink stuffed animal dinosaur. This is his prized possession. These are very different children, by the way. But God, he's not asking you today to go show and tell about your faith. First, this Easter, it's come and see. The stone has been rolled away. He is not here just as he said he would. He rose from the dead. Oh, come on, let's clap together, Zoe Church, and let's thank Jesus. Let's thank God for resurrection power. I'm going to give you three things to write down. Here's the first thing. Number one today is that we got to look at what he's done. Look at what God's done. That's what he's inviting them and saying, look, 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 God, he's not here. He, he, he rose from the dead. Look at what he's done. Now, this is where most preachers on most Sundays, you know, that he, they, most preachers get up and say, like, has God been good to anybody? That's when everybody's like. If you're new to church, the more stank the face, the more spiritual the person. Like, if you make an ugly face, that means you godly, okay? So, like, they love Jesus. Has God been good to anybody? Did you lose your eyesight? Is that what happened? See, we, we this Easter need to stop and just pay tribute that God has done great things in your life. That God has been faithful in your past. That God has been generous and merciful and compassionate and kind and loving and unrelenting. Come on, anybody thankful today that God has been good? Like the haze machine that needs to be turned off. But God has been good. God has been so faithful to our lives. Oh, I love this scripture. Look here in Matthew 26. He is not here. He has risen. Just as he said, just like God told you that he was going to come through, he always has. Just like God said he would never leave you nor forsake you, he never has. Just like God said he would be a provider, he has provided. Just like the Lord said he'd comfort you in pain, he's comforted you. Just like God said he'd give you joy in the midst of trial, he's given you joy. God has never lied to you. He's never abandoned you. He's never forsaken you. Come on, anybody thankful that we can look back just as he said he would? My past is a testimony not of my faithfulness, but his. Your past does not tell the story of how good you've been. Your past tells the story about how good God's been. And that's what we're here to celebrate is what God has done. In the Old Testament, I love this. Whenever God did something major, whenever God did something mammoth, they would set up memorial stones to recall and recount how good and faithful God has been. Isn't it amazing that even when Jesus rose from the grave, there was a stone. The stone that rolled away signified once again he showed up faithful. Once again, he is who he says he is. Once again, he shows up to, to, to deliver us and to love us and to free us. Oh, I love this psalm right here. Look at Psalm chapter 98 verse 1. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm 
has shown his saving power. He has done. He has past tense. He has done great things. He has already done amazing things. See, the, the Easter story, and what we're recalling today as a community is the fact that when God died, it didn't mean the story was over. It doesn't end in death. Easter Sunday reminds us, put it up on the screen, death doesn't always mean defeat. Silence doesn't always mean absence. Loneliness doesn't always mean abandon. Failure doesn't always mean forever. Doubt doesn't always mean displaced. It's what we're recalling today is that God has been faithful. Come, come see, the angel says. Come, come on in. Look at where they laid him. The Lord has done great things. I, I, I don't know where you are in your life. You may not be where you want to be. But can we just pause and thank God you're not where you used to be? I'm not my past. Your problems this Easter are different than last year's problems. God has been faithful. It's like sometimes you get, remember DVDs? That's where we're at in culture. We have to remember DVDs. Now you go to your plasma or your phone and you can just go through the whole episode, the whole movie, just. But back in the day, you used to put the disc in. And if you wanted to get to your part, if you missed a part, you try and remember chapters. You try to remember, I think that was in chapter 8. Let's go back to 8. Skip, 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 skip. And then it wasn't just to get to the chapter, it's that you had to get it to the right spot. And so you hit the, you know, the rewind times 2, and it's not fast enough, so you go times 4. And you're like, even that's not good enough, times 8. And if you're aggressive like me, you times 16 in that thing. You're like, oh, gosh. See, I just think that today we should acknowledge the Lord has done great things. Let's go back through the history books of your life and just thank him that he never left you. He never abandoned you. He never lied to you. He never turned his back. He never forsook you. He has been generous. He has been kind. He has been, he is who he says he is. Oh, I, I think we got to look back and see what the Lord has done. But also write down number two, let's look at what he's doing. See, because whenever you get involved in the gospel and the good news of Jesus, it's never just about the past. The angel said, look at what he's done. Now, um, go tell the other guys, uh, make sure you tell Peter, and he's going to meet you in Galilee, because what he's done is different than what he's doing. I want to tell you, God's doing great things in you today. He's, he's doing great new things in you. He's not doing old stuff. He's doing brand new stuff. Oh, I love Isaiah 43. Look at it on the screen. Isaiah 43, verse 19. See, I am doing a new thing. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and making streams in the wasteland. I am, I am doing a new thing. I'm doing, I wonder what the new thing is that God wants to do in your life. Because you ever notice that God's never, he's never doing old stuff. He's actually doing new stuff. Religion is about old prayers and about old sayings and about old stories. But the gospel is about the new thing. 
It's about the new paradigm. It's about the new perspective. It's about the new passion and the new purpose. Look at the things that he's done, but I get excited today about the things he is currently doing. He said, yeah, he did raise from the, from the dead, but guess what? Guess what he's doing now? Go, go, go tell Peter. Oh, guess what he's doing now? Go get the others. Oh, guess what he's doing now? Go into Galilee. Oh, guess what he's doing now? He's going to pour out his spirit. Guess what he's doing now? He's going to start the church. There's always the things that he's done, but I get excited about the things that he's doing. I, I'm, I'm a pastor's kid. I grew up in church. I just want to say I'm proud. I made it. A lot of people didn't think that I'd be here, but I made it. Some people thought I'd be in jail. But I'm in a navy blue suit. And when I was growing up uh, as a pastor's kid, you would not believe how terrible the music was that we had to listen to. Like all y'all now, you get the good stuff now. Like sonically, lyrically good stuff. We grew up, it was painful when I was growing up. We grew up with art. These artists, they're just different, weird, different. And there was this one group, they were dominating this time. And I'm, God bless, I'm sure they're doing great today. But back in the day, it was a lot of pain. And it was this group called DC Talk. Okay. And they had this one song about God doing a new thing. And my mom used to play in the kitchen. And the song went something like, you know who's doing it? And there was an echo back, who's doing it? <laughs> this was my mother's part of the song. She would allow the band to say, you know who's doing it? And mom would be like, who's doing it? <laughs> and then they would answer my mother, God is doing a new thing. And I was like, this is affecting my faith in a negative way. This makes me not want to be a Christian. I don't want to be associated at all with any of you, your melodies, your lyrics, none of it. And I, the skeptic in me, the cynic in me, I always grew up being like, really? God's doing a new thing. Oh, he's doing a new thing. Is he really doing a new thing? I want to encourage you today. He's not doing old things. He's doing new things. You woke up today to fresh mercy. You woke up today to fresh grace. You woke up today to the reality of heaven. Anybody thankful that he's not trying to give you old promises and old grace? He, come on, you got a new grace for the season that you're in. You know who's doing it? It's Jesus. He loves you. He's for you. He's with you. He died on the cross for your sins. He is the one that is for you. He's the one that died for you. He's the one that with you in the middle of the storm. Oh, I love Romans chapter 8. Watch what it says. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. God is right now working together. Oh, even for Peter, he had left the faith. He went back to his old business. He's on a fishing boat. He said, listen, I'm not done with you yet. I'm going to work together the good of your situation. I'm doing something new in the earth. I'm doing something new in the church. I'm doing something new in your marriage. I'm doing something new in Los Angeles. I'm doing something new in America. I'm doing something new. Come on, clap if you got faith. I don't want the old stuff. I want the new thing. God has. I want fresh perspective. I want fresh faith. I want fresh eyes. I want a fresh surrender. I get excited about what he's done, but I get happy about what he's doing today. Lamentations 3 verse 23, because of the Lord's great love, we're not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning 
great is your faithfulness. <laughs> this morning, and, and Julia, just, she's the greatest mother ever. She Last night, she got, you know, these golden eggs all set out and the flowers for our boys. And she had ordered all these, you know, different toys and books that our boys love. And, and she went, and, you know, late last night, set it all out. And so when the boys woke up, they woke up to their Easter eggs. Usually it's baskets. This year it's eggs. How demented are we as parents that not only do they believe in Santa, but our kids believe in the Easter bunny. This is very weird. It's very strange stuff religiously. Very strange. My son last night, he's going to bed. He's like, Dad, if the Easter bunny comes in the middle of the night, will you wake me up? I'm like, yes. <laughs> How sick are we? If one fictitious character wasn't enough, they have two. And so they woke up, and the four-year-old gets up first, and we're like, you can't open your golden egg until you wake up your brothers. So he jumped on their faces, and, and they come out, and they're, they're opening, and each of them... You know, Julia's just so good. She, she's got stuff that they each like, you know. Like the, the six-year-old gets headphones because he loves music. And the, the four-year-old gets clothes because he changes four outfits a day. He's a real problem. I call him a monster. But anyways. Um, and they're catered to their like. Their, you know that God knows you. And you woke up to fresh mercy for you. For what you're going through and what you're facing and the challenges and the hurdles that you're going through right now. It's not just about what he did for you when you were in your 20s or 30s or what he did for you and brought you out of relationships in high school or middle school. It's not that God has been faithful. It's that God is faithful. It's not that he was doing stuff back in the day. It's that he's doing stuff right here, right now. I think you should get some excitement about the future that God has and just knowing that if God be for me, who can be against me? So we praise him today because of what he's done. He defeated death, sin, and the grave. How can we not get excited about the past? I don't know if you got a memorial stone or you needed to see the stone that was rolled away, but we have to have some trigger that says, thank God for my past. My past is only a story of how awesome he is, not me. And I don't just get excited about past stuff. I'm excited about current stuff. I'm excited about the thing that's happening right here and right now. You know who's doing it? My mom. Who's doing it? God is doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Let him do it. Let it spring up. He said, will you not recognize it? We, I can make a river in the desert. I can make a road in the wilderness. Our God can make a way where there seems to be no way. Do you believe it today? It's not just old stuff. It's right now stuff. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see what he's done. And the angel just pivots. Now this is what he's doing. I hope this Easter it's not just about... Yeah, we go. We went to Easter. Yeah, yeah, we went to Easter. You know, my wife's folks. We had to go. Went to Easter. The brunch was good. We went to Easter. I actually really appreciate it because I was like halfway through bailing on it, and I was like, I'm just gonna commit to this guy and see what happens. And um, I, think it, I think it worked, so. <laughs> Thanks, man. In the most sensitive way, this, this, the gospel's not boring. Jesus is alive. And he's moving. 
How does he move? He moves in our spirit. He moves in our mind. He moves in our heart. He gets you to surrender to his will. I'm so grateful we can look at the past. But I have faith for today. And I have hope for tomorrow. So look at what he's done. Look at what he's doing. He's doing great things at Zoe Church. He's doing great things in your home. He's doing great things in our city. We're, we're in the greatest city in the world. Look at what he's doing. And all that leads us to not only just what he's doing, but write down number three. Look at where he's leading. Because when he promises here in his last days, worship team, you can come join me. When he promises, he says, I'll pour out my spirit and you'll receive power and the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the spirit of God, because of Resurrection Sunday, lives in you. You know, if somebody's like, um, where, where does God live? He lives in you. The Bible literally says he no longer dwells in temples made by man's hands. You are the temple that he lives in. He lives in you. And the spirit of the living God falls on our lives and gets you to lift up your head to see the future. You know, just like financially, how you you know that old saying, I'm living check to check. You know, when you get a hold of God, God moves you from day to day into seeing a bigger legacy for your life. To see something greater. That the things that have come to haunt you and destroy you and hurt you fail in comparison to the things that are for you. So we look, come and see what he's done. Here's the new plan, what he's doing. But the Bible says, thou, O Lord, you're the lifter of my head. See, my prayer for you today is that you get your eyes off your circumstance and your pain and your problem. God lifts your head to say, I've got plans. I'm fully convinced today that if, if an angel or some prophet were to come and whisper into your ear today all the things that God wants to do in your life, you wouldn't believe it because his plans are far greater. His purposes are far greater than we deserve or what we've asked for. They're God's plans, not yours. I just want to encourage you, God's hand is on your life. There's nothing you've done, there's nothing you've said that would make God change his mind about you. This love is not conditional. This is an unconditional love. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Look at it on the screen. I love this one. For I am con convinced, I'm confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. I don't know where your confidence level is today, if you've got a lot of confidence, but I pray that you just lift your I'm confident in this thing, and it's not myself, but it's God. Easter gives me confidence, not in what I can do, but what he can do. 
I am confident in this thing, and it's not my capabilities, it's not my smarts, it's not my gifts, it's not my talents, it's not my money management. I am confident of this one thing, that he who has begun a good work will be faithful to complete it in my life. That's where my confidence is at today. I'm confident that I'm a mess. I'm confident that I don't have the answers. I'm confident that I'm under construction. I'm confident that I'm a work in progress. But I'm confident that he'll never leave me. He'll never forsake me. He'll never stop working. He'll never stop loving. He'll never stop forgiving. He'll never stop helping. Is there anybody thankful today? I'm confident of this. He began a good work. He's going to complete the work. That's what resurrection, hey, 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 look where they laid him, look at where they laid him. It's not just that he starts stuff, it's that he finished stuff. Go to Galilee, go get Peter. He's not done with you, Peter. He's not done with you, Thomas. He's not done with you, church. I'm confident in this thing. I'm confident of one thing, that he starts stuff and he finishes stuff. He never quits projects. He never quits people. He never quits on cities. He never quits on nations. He never quits on who we are. Clap today if you're grateful. He who has began will complete it. Look at what David says, Psalm 139. Oh, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there again. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you, God. Where can I go? Where can I hide? Peter's out on the boat, gone fishing. He's like, they'll never get me here. Jesus is on the shore. Hey, man. Hungry? Where can I go? He's the God that starts. He's the God that completes. Look at what he's done. Look at what he's doing. Look at what he's about to do. Your best days are in front of you. Don't you believe the lie today that your glory is past? Don't you believe the lie that God's not, God, not going to do great things in your future? I'm telling you, the best is yet to come. Clap today if you're thankful. Come and see, come and see, come and see, come and see. Come on, stand to your feet with me. Stand to your feet. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus, for your grace. We thank you, Jesus, for your love. Thank you that we cannot earn 